Hello and welcome everyone to Capital Trends, where we decipher the latest investment ideas. My name is Joshi and I'll be joined by my friend Chetan. We are recording this on 23rd of Jan 2022. It's very warm weather outside. Feels like just lazing on the beach, enjoying the cool breeze. We spend most of the holidays down south near the coastal areas of Western Australia. It's just the first week back after the holidays when we are recording this. And yeah, it's quite beautiful out there, but it's pretty damn sunny as well. We should be thankful that luckily we escaped those scorching hot Christmas days and enjoy the cool weather down south. What was it? Something like 20 degrees in Albany? Oh yeah, I've been bragging about it all that over. Okay, let's jump into it. So today our podcast is on cybersecurity. Cybersecurity a very hot topic at the moment, especially when we hear lots of news of cyber attacks and cyber warfare. So can you elaborate where we stand at the moment? Yeah, so computational technology has evolved and revolutionized numerous industries in such a short span of time, especially in the last decade or so. And the advent of internet and world wide web resulted in such a connected world and it has extraordinarily altered the way we live our everyday life. I bet it would be so difficult to think of a day in our life that doesn't involve any usage of these electronic devices. Can you think of something? Honestly, nowadays it is very difficult to differentiate between real world and virtual world. Laptops, phones, password, COVID safe contract tracing apps, digital vaccination certificates, digital health records, facial recognition, cardless wallet, uh, walletless digital wallet payments, social media, voice recognition, hey Google, hey Siri, <laughs> hey Alexa, crypto wallets and finally nowadays a lot of talk about metaverse yeah it shows our reliance on these devices has increased and it exposes us to the challenges of cyber attacks in order to deal with cyber attacks we need to bolster our cyber security cyber security is just the practice of protecting these electronic data and computer system from malicious actors the usual question that people have is but should i care about this See this question was always on people's mind when Facebook and other social media data harvesting was ripe. Everyone knew that your data is being harvested without your consent. Where do you travel? Where do you shop? Where do you spend? What do you watch on web? But I don't have anything to hide. That's what everyone said. But now after that documentary on Netflix, people's perception towards data is slowly changing. We don't need to go too far to look for how common cyber attacks are. and most of us would have got an email or a text message with some links in it congratulating us of winning probably hundreds of thousands of dollars out of the blue it's a phishing attack a type of cyber security attack it is designed to steal sensitive information such as financial information or login details for various services and can be used for identity theft or to install malware onto the target devices Some reports suggest that we have more than 5 billion smartphone users in the world, let alone all other electronic consumer devices. Just smartphones account for so many of them. So one can only imagine the scale and reach of these issues. Being a small business owner myself, I have trained all my staff about cybersecurity and clean digital practices. Changing passwords often, avoid clicking on lot of pornographic contents which might be a phishing attack. anything that seems too good to be true while conducting online transactions double check with me 
anyone asking for payments over unpaid invoices double check existing protocols true whether it's a small scale business or a large organization i think nowadays cyber security training is very important especially to understand what and how to decipher these issues and make sure that you protect yourself and your organization there has been a sharp rise in scams targeting crypto investments as well last year the scammers got away with a massive 7.7 billion plus in stolen crypto in october and december uh, we had two cryptocurrency firms that went bankrupt in australia my crypto wallet and blockchain global where people lost a lot of money innocent mum and dad investors are the one who lose in such scams I heard that Queensland couple lost about $110,000 because of my crypto wallet wallet collapse. The scams around crypto are pretty popular especially because it could be almost impossible to trace that money back. Cyberbullying is another issue on the rise. It is very rampant especially due to the accessibility of internet as it can result in a quick escalation of situations. One way to safeguard against it is to be cyber secure aware in this day and age make sure you follow some safety rules like turning on two step authentications not as you said not downloading content from websites um, then make sure you have good password management practices don't have passwords like password 123 <laughs> or your name in it birth dates your kids names which are very common passwords and of course have a good antivirus and um, a good anti malware protection there yeah it is at an individual level can you walk us through some of the issues that we face on an organizational level do you know any famous cyber attacks that can help us understand the scale of these issues absolutely don't get me started on this i can go on and on it's really scary the number of issues we have seen out there in the real world that have had tremendous impact the criminal groups have shifted towards targeting more larger organizations and governments rather than individuals in 2012 aramco the saudi arabian oil company with a market cap of 2 trillion dollars got caught in a cyber attack that affected more than 85% of their it systems that's nearly 30000 workstations including payrolls servers research and development division they had to manually unplug machines to stop the virus from spreading so you can imagine someone running around the floor and unplugging the machines the virus ended up wiping the data on hard drives of these workstations the impact was so massive that it resulted in temporary freeze of oil supply any small to medium scale organization would have gone bankrupt by this sort of attack i mean oil is considered a critical infrastructure imagine there was a war going on and you need oil for those submarines or tanks or airplanes or armored vehicles and suddenly oil supplies are frozen that would be a catastrophic situation really it's the age of digital battles and how can we not talk about stuxnet stuxnet was one of the first of its kind to affect physical infrastructure it was widely termed as an act of war it was a new chapter in cyber warfare it was allegedly the most sophisticated and complex cyber weapon stuxnet is believed to be behind causing substantial damage to the nuclear program of iran it manipulated the centrifuges at the iranian uranium enriching plant in the city named natanz making the machines spin out of control 
but altering the reports so the nuclear scientists won't know what's going on. In 2014, the world witnessed one of the worst attack in corporate history ever, the Sony hack. Private emails of Sony executives, um, details of employees, unreleased movie scripts got leaked online. President Obama said on record that North Korea was behind the attack and pressed formal charges. Sony is not new to cyber attacks. Some estimates show that Sony has been compromised 17 times as of today. Some massive number crunchings there. We can keep talking about cyber security attacks till eternity. Nowadays I get wild dreams that our drinking water is being poisoned <laughs> with excessive chlorination or fluoridation happening at water purification plant while being cyber attacked. When I watched that Bruce Willis movie Live Free or Die Hard in 2007, I realized what scale can be achieved in terms of terrorist attack with compromised cyber infrastructure. Can you give me some famous examples of cyber attack which are similar? Besides the uh, the ones which we went through already, let's go through a few more. Um the recent one is the Ukraine power grid hack um which was first of its kind that was successfully carried out on such a scale on a national infrastructure. It caused power outages to more than 200,000 consumers. Ukraine is a very hot topic at the moment. There's always a heat between United States backed NATO and Russia and the possibility of full-scale war. Ukraine has become a test bed for cyber attacks. Another example of cyber attacks is JBS Foods, one of the biggest meat suppliers that have been breached and ended up paying 11 million dollars in ransomware. Banks and other financial institutions have reported that they have paid more than 590 million dollars in ransomware payments in just 6 months of 2021. Solar Winds hack that affected so many Fortune 500 organizations like Microsoft, Intel, Cisco and even government departments such as the US Homeland Security and Department of Energy and National Nuclear Security Administration. In 2010, hacker group Anonymous orchestrated attack on PayPal, Mastercard to protest against removal of donation options from WikiLeaks. Was their name like Anonymous? <laughs> yeah, it's an anonymous group. There's a large history behind that and how the group operates. Um but let's take the latest example, Log4j. It is one of the most serious security flaws that we have seen in the recent history. Checkpoint reported that there were more than 100 hacking attempts occurring per minute to exploit this bug it's been reported that belgian military had to shut down some of its network as the hackers exploited the log4j flaw to gain access to their systems it's a scary world out there chetan how do we mitigate the cyber attacks what's happening in the cyber security space true as the cyber attacks grew you can see a significant growth in cyber security space According to the US Bureau of Labor Stats, cybersecurity jobs are among the fastest growing career areas. So if you want to switch your career from dentistry, you know what to look for. Global cybersecurity spending is set to exceed 1.75 trillion dollars in total between 2021 to 2025. IBM, Apple, Amazon have set out to create programs specifically to address cybersecurity issues. Google has committed to spend more than 10 billion dollars in the next 5 years 
Microsoft has committed to spend more than $20 billion in the same period to bolster cybersecurity. To enhance its cloud security capability, Google recently acquired an Israel-based startup, Simplify, for half a billion dollars. There are various ways organizations tackle cybersecurity issues. One of it is to have bounty programs. Bounty programs are set up specifically so that individuals can report issues to the organizations and get paid for finding the security exploits and vulnerabilities. Google has paid more than 6.5 million in bounty rewards in 2020. Apple paid one of its highest bounties of $100,000 in 2020 to an engineer who found a vulnerability in, in their system. Overall, cybersecurity spend has skyrocketed in the last few years and it's expected to go up. Hackers have evolved in their tradecraft and the cybersecurity need to grow rapidly. Cybercrime damages are projected to exceed a staggering $6 trillion by 2021. That's a massive number. Although it's quite evident that private organizations have started looking into bolstering cybersecurity, are there any changes from government side policy-wise? Governments around the world are scrambling to build cyber reliance, especially for critical infrastructure. Recently, Queensland Power Company had a close call. It narrowly managed to avoid getting hacked, which could have resulted in shutting down of power stations. It's been classified by government as to who was behind it. No wonder Morrison government has extended the funding for cybersecurity in Australia by enabling $60 million in grant funds. COVID-19 pandemic was a big enabler for people to shift more towards work from home and use e-commerce sites. It gave more opportunities for cyber criminals. Australian Cybersecurity Centre reported that there is a cyber attack reported every 8 minutes in Australia. Australia recently passed the Security Legislation Amendment Bill 2021. It substantially broadens the application of critical infrastructure to include 22 new classes like groceries, finance, banking, universities and quite a few other sectors. Under this bill, the cyber incidents need to be reported within 12 to 72 hours depending on the severity and there are substantial penalties if a corporation fails to do so. Company directors will have more accountability and responsibility for cybersecurity. It also gives the government unprecedented powers to step in. Here is what Minister of Defence of Australia, Peter Dutton, has to say on cybersecurity. The threat now online is as real as it's ever been. So if you're at home with your kids today, you're worried about who they're chatting to online. And if you're in a small business, you're worried that the next email that you click on may have a link to some ransomware. Or if you're in government, if you're running an energy retailer, you're worried about the threat of a state-based actor or you're worried about somebody who may have malicious intent. And the reality is that all of us are spending more and more time online across government. Uh, we've really worked hard day and night to come up with this strategy. It's a $1.67 billion strategy over the course of the next decade that will help keep Australians safe online. Uh, importantly today, we're announcing that we're going to have an extra 100 cyber detectives hunting down these criminal syndicates that are targeting our children online. Uh, the stories that we hear from our investigators uh, are quite overwhelming and 
The attacks now that we're seeing uh, on all sorts of businesses, but families as well, uh, what should be a safe environment is not for many families. And we want to make that safe through this investment strategy, through this cyber strategy. That is quite intriguing. Now that we know how paramount cybersecurity is, especially after going through a bunch of cyber attacks and its scale, let's see who are the key players in cybersecurity. The following part of the episode, we will be deep diving into some of the most notable cybersecurity companies, followed by some sector-specific exchange-traded funds listed on Australian and American markets. Cybersecurity overall is a 130 billion market, and each of these businesses are clamoring to have a share of their pie, either by having a front-end cybersecurity solutions like firewall or endpoint protection, identity and access management, secure web gateways. To begin with, let's go for Cisco. Cisco is a 260 billion networking behemoth listed in NASDAQ with the ticker CSCO. It's also a key player in cybersecurity, but considering its size, pure play cybersecurity solutions are a very modest part of its revenue. Software and services were more than 50% part of its revenue in fiscal 2020, up from 43% in 2017. Cisco also offers subscription-based hardware and software solutions. The infrastructure platform which Cisco offers garners 55% of the revenue generation. Although Cisco faces heavy competition from Arista Networks, Palo Alto, Okta, Zoom, Microsoft Teams on multiple product offerings, Cisco's earnings growth is projected to be around 5% for the next 5 years by 26 analysts. Cisco is run by excellent management under 55-year CEO Chuck Robbins, who is, whose yearly compensation is about $25 million, which seems to be in line with other CEOs running the business of Cisco's repute and size. 75% of Cisco's share are owned by institutional investors. Cisco finished fiscal 2021 with a net cash, cash position of $13 billion. Cisco being a more old and mature business pays a very stable and growing dividend, which has grown from $0.12 per share in 2010 to $1.46 in 2021. Cisco finds growth by acquisitions. It acquired Acacia Communications, Duo Security, App Dynamics since 2017, where it finds synergies for growth. Cisco's balance sheet is pretty robust, with debt is to equity ratio of 22%, which is reducing in the last five years. Also more cash than its total debt, so interest payments on debt is least concerning. Cisco is quite a big organization, but as you said, it is not a pure-play cybersecurity company. So do we have any company that is primarily into cybersecurity? Yeah, um, we will deep diving into few other companies. The most notable one is Palo Alto Networks. Palo Alto, a $51 billion business, sells physical and virtual cybersecurity products along with support and subscription add-ons in cloud security, network security, and all other security-related operations. 26% of the revenue or $1.1 billion generated by Palo Alto in fiscal 2021 comes from support and subscription-related products, which have 72% margins. The total revenue generated by company in fiscal 2021 was $4.3 billion as compared to $2.9 billion in 2019. 
Looking at that, it seems like the business is in a very active growth phase. If you compare that with the stock price of the business, it has grown from $217 in Jan 2019 to $548 in Jan 2022, which is about 152% in three years. If we dig deeper into, deeper into the business, Palo Alto have about 85,000 customers, up from 54,000 three years ago. Its main cash generating product is its NGFW, also called Next Generation Firewall, mostly offered as business-to-business product. Lot of its high-paying clients come from Forbes 2000 companies, large enterprises and government organizations. The company's product act as first line of defense, which also includes avoiding and abating zero-day or never-seen-before attacks, whose type, modus operandi, and critical data-related information is unavailable. Nikesh Arora is a chairman of CEO of, of Palo Alto Networks since last four years, who was compensated about $23 million in last financial year. Nir Zuk is the founder of the business, who is also very much hands-on in running of organization. Considering Palo Alto Networks is a high-growth business, working in highly competitive and disruptive environment, it cannot be valued by traditional metrics like increasing earnings per share, prices to equity ratio, prices to book value ratio, uh, EBITDA is to enterprise value. Although it does have increased free cash flow, the business remains non-profitable, which is given as it's a high quality, high growth entity. The projected increase in revenue is in line with the past of 22% year over year by 34 analysts. You can buy Palo Alto stock listed on Nasdaq exchange with the ticker PANW. Thanks to the ever-increasing adaptation of cloud technologies, it is evident we will see cybersecurity companies evolving in this space. Yeah, they are evolving and they work in different uh, sub-area of the cybersecurity. Let's jump on to Cloudflare. Cloudflare is a $36 billion business listed on New York Stock Exchange with a ticker NET and a $588 million in revenue trailing last 12 months. It's a very high-growing business which is typically mirrored in its fast revenue growth but bleeding earnings per share. It is projected to grow at 31% over the next 5 years by 3 analysts that cover this business with a projected $1.8 billion revenue in 2025. Matthew Prince is the founder and CEO for the past 11 years and it is compensated vis-a-vis -vis firm's revenue growth. Share price has grown by 511% since September 2019 from $18 to $110 in just two and a half years. Splunk, a $18 billion organization founded in 2003 with 6,500 employees listed on NASDAQ with a ticker SPLK, headquartered in San Francisco. Splunk has a recent change in CEO with current acting interim CEO Graham Smith who was preceded by Doug Merritt, who was in the office for six years. During his tenure, Splunk had 22% annual recurring revenue growth from $302 million in 2014 to $2.2 billion in fiscal 2021. Splunk's stock price was recently hit because of its transition towards cloud, incurring increased infrastructure cost affecting the bottom line. Even after that, Splunk has returned 170% over the six years, comfortably beating the market, with stock price growing from $43 in Jan 2016 to $116 in Jan 2022. 
We all know data is the new fuel and we are entering into the era of big data, artificial intelligence and machine learning, where vast amount of data is processed, tagged and indexed to make some sense out of it. When any organization is receiving such data either by sensors or any autonomous activity, the security apparatus of Splunk comes into play. In technical jargon, this type of area is called full stack monitoring and analysis and Splunk antivirus or network security apparatus can tag nefarious activity in real time while data is being siloed and most of the time automatically resolve the issue reducing the downtime while running the business. I remember back in the day the antiviruses were so intrusive that we called them virus itself but they have come a long way since then. CrowdStrike found in 2011 by George Kurtz, Dimitri Alperovich and Greg Mason. George is still the CEO, president and board member while other two are no longer with the company. CrowdStrike has a market cap of $44 billion listed in Nasdaq with the ticker CRWD. CrowdStrike mostly works in endpoint solutions with its Falcon platform offering, which is also a cloud-based subscription platform with add-on products. If we jump on to financials, CrowdStrike is an extremely high-growth entity with annualized recurring revenue growth by 67%, which is at the moment is about $1.5 billion. Significantly high customer retention rate and very high ability to upsell its new add-on products to existing customers. All these metrics are exceptionally reflected in the stock price of CrowdStrike, which has returned 220% odd since the last two and a half years. The cash flow statement also looks pretty sweet, with 400 million since trailing 12 months and a reasonable debt on balance sheet. As of 2021, CrowdStrike has a more cash about $960 million than its debt, which sat at about $740 million, with debt to equity ratio about 77%. That was some in-depth information on individual companies. How about someone who has less risk appetite? and wants to invest into cybersecurity theme but not a specific company what do we got for them for them we have uh, our very favorite product exchange traded funds hack by beta shares on asx is one of the popular ones in australia hack by etfmg on nasdaq cibr or cyber on nasdaq by issuer name first trust which is largest cybersecurity etf with managed assets of about $5.5 billion. With top 10 holdings by decreasing market cap are Cisco, Accenture, Palo Alto, CrowdStrike, Juniper, Checkpoint Software, VMware, Lido's Holdings, Cloudflare, and FI Incorporated. Bug by Mirai Assets Global Investment Corporation listed on NASDAQ. IHAK, I-H-A-K by BlackRock listed on NASDAQ. WCBR, issued by Wisdom Tree again listed in US, VCLO by Simplify Asset Management, UCYB by ProShares both listed on Nasdaq. With a growing predisposition to malicious cyber attacks and a constant need to protect individuals and institutions from debilitating effects of it, there will always be a dire need to protect all our digitalized world with modern up-to-date cybersecurity infrastructure. Going forward from here, when we enter into the world of metaverse, internet of things, machine learning and hyper-connected devices with low latency infrastructure, it is beyond doubt that cybersecurity space has a massive growth potential.
This recording is for informational purposes only and does not constitute an investment advice. Opinions expressed are as of the date recorded, opinions are subject to change. Capital Trends Media shall not be responsible for trading decisions, damages or a loss resulted from or related to information, data analysis or opinions expressed on this podcast. Past performance does not guarantee the future results. All investments are subject to market risk including potential loss of principal. Please read product disclosure statement before investing into any product. We are not professional financial advisors. Do not take investment or financial advice from our podcast. Always consult a professional financial planner regarding advice that suits your individual needs which you can find on ASIC, APRA website in Australia.